welcome and happy Thanksgiving. My name is Greg Mahochko. This is a brand new Power Half Hour. And my co-host as always, he's the co-host on the West Coast, Mr. Chad Smart. Hi, Chad. Happy Thanksgiving. Hello, Greg. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you. This episode comes out on Thanksgiving morn when uh, most people would normally be getting up and getting ready to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which I guess this year they're doing it virtually. don't know what that means, but um, since we're back in COVID lockdown across the country, I don't know, curfew, due to curfew, people can't go out and stand on the street side to uh, wait on the parade, I guess. So uh, you're right, and this comes straight from... Macy's.com. They are not marching down the street as they usually would. Uh, you can watch it live, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, trying to get through all the ragtag nonsense. Nope, apparently it's all ragtag nonsense. Uh, obviously, 9 o'clock, all time zones. Uh, only place to see all the performances, gigantic balloons, and fabulous balloons from the comfort and safety of your home. Oh, I don't know how they're going to do it, um, but hey, more power to them. More power. And I guess this also, with the lockdowns, means no camping out for four days to get that Black Friday sale deal. Right. Although that won't stop people. They'll still show up at Walmart on Thursday. Um, I, I don't know exactly how Macy's Thanksgiving Parade uh, is being done. I do know that there's a, a town... I'm going to say in my area, uh, close to where I work, and they always have, you know, what their holiday parade is. Maybe it's, you know, this upcoming weekend or something like that, be a Black Friday. You know, and it's all, it's at nighttime, so all the floats are lit up. And what they are doing is all of the floats will be parked, and you drive past all of the floats. So... (laughs) So it's like a parade for the floats. It's a parade for the floats. And then uh, as an added bonus, I think you get to throw candy at the floats. Nice. So no, I don't I don't know about that last part, but that's what they're doing. It's a it's a yeah, it's a parade in reverse. But we're not here. I mean, you know, I guess if you ever get bored at a parade and you want to fast forward, you just turn around and run. <laughs> or run towards the parade. That's right. If you're at the parade. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know if I've told this story, but the first, uh, my first official duty ever in radio was broadcasting a parade for the Sheridan County Fair in Gordon, Nebraska in August of 2023. No, 20, 2003. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in the future. <laughs> uh, but if I was, I would tell you, keep your chin up. It gets better. Uh, no, uh, August, uh, 2003. I'm 21, and that was my like. I didn't understand. There's no, there are no, you know, cameras there. I mean, there are, you know, f- photographs being taken, but there are no cameras, and you're just describing what you like. It'd be like calling a a football or basketball game. You're literally describing what you see. You know what the float looks like. You know who the sponsor is of that particular float, and it's a. Uh, it was a weird deal. I did a lot of uh, parades in my time in radio, and uh, um, they were something. We'll just go with that. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it would be that exciting. It would be like, like I said, listening to sports on the radio, which I don't 
really find that exciting either. Although I know baseball is like the sport made for radio because it's so slow and boring that you can give every detail. But I'll just watching you know, a parade. It, it paid some of my bills. So calling sports on the radio was quite fun for me. In fact, it was it was the most fun that I had in my 10 years in radio. Okay. I only spent like eight months in radio, and that was mostly playing uh, syndicated shows, like the Weekly Top 40 mm-hmm. countdown. And, uh, yeah, I was a terrible DJ. But I only got to sp- speak like three times an hour for like a minute, so I didn't have time to work up my, you know, my radio character. Your skills, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is – it is Thanksgiving. We have – uh, dare I say, at harvest time, a cornucopia of uh, quick hit topics that we're going to discuss in this week's Power Half Hour. Chad, shall we begin? Let's get to it. We've wasted five minutes so far. I mean, I can surely waste another 25, but uh, let's talk about something. Yeah, I agree. So what do you want to start with? Well, you sent the text. I just figured we go down the text. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Thanksgiving, Greg. Do you have any Thanksgiving traditions? We've already talked about the parade and how you mentioned. I don't know if we mentioned on air or if it was right before we started recording. You don't watch the parade other than for Santa Claus. Well, I, I would usually get up and watch the parade for like 15 minutes and then get bored. And uh, I didn't want to listen to Al Roker anymore. So. That, and that's the thing is, is I, I'm not anti parade and I don't want that to be, you know, the, the mentality of the listeners going forward. I, I'm not anti parade. I'm anti all the unnecessary stuff that comes with the parade. Just show the floats, show the bands. If you must show a performance. Um, but as far as the Macy's parade, the, like the part that I'm keyed in on is going to be that last 10 minutes when we finally see Santa Claus coming down the lane. Uh, and, and that's, you know, for me growing up, that was always like the official start of the holiday season. And we, we've got a few things up in our home already, um, that I'm, I'm perfectly fine that they're up. This is not a great, and just, you know, things got, it was was a one way conversation. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, but, uh, uh, so we've already got things up. I'm not opposed to it. I think in, in a year like 2020, uh, you know, we like Johnny Mathis says, we we need a little Christmas uh, right this very minute. Um, but as far as, as like the parade, you know, it, it's it's more or less just trying to pass on a little bit of that now to my son, you know, and uh, you know, it, it, there's no, you know, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no. All right, it's nine o'clock according to NBC, and we've got to sit down and watch this thing. But in the last few minutes of it, if I can, you know, pull him away and say, "Hey, buddy, here, hey, look, check it out, Santa Claus," because he's, you know, he'll be five next month, and and uh, you know, we're still at that magical age. So, um, yeah, so that that's it. That, that's that's me in, in parades in a nutshell. I don't really watch any other parades. Well, I was just thinking that the Macy's parade and the using Santa Claus at the end, I believe is a, um, an homage or a direct correlation with, uh, miracle on 34th street. Maybe yeah. if that's the one that takes place on Macy's where that is the girl 
Okay. Yeah. Um, and the the movie had to come about after the parade was uh, founded because you know they definitely make it sound like it's it's been an institution already um, to the point you know that that it is in the movie. So you know it's it's a you know it's a, it's a nice little touch. It's a nice little continuation. Um, you know, and that's I, I recently like I was a kid. When the remake of Miracle on 34th Street came out, I think the late 90s, mid to late 90s, I, you know, I was, I was kid age, um, and I've still never seen that one. And it wasn't until within the last 10 years that I, I don't know, found the original one and just, you know, compiling, you know, my my holiday DVD collection for the future family and, and uh, grabbed that one. I'm glad I did it. It's, it's underrated as far as Christmas movies go. Yeah, I just it, it has never dawned on me that that's I, you know I figured that Santa Claus shows up at the end because you're like okay Thanksgiving is now kind of over and we're moving into Christmas territory and Santa Claus will be at the store but I never put the correlation with the movies together until just now so I, I guess I would say what is it uh, T I L if we're speaking in tech speak today I learned hmm. or I was this year this many years old when I found out that uh, Hollywood has been brand marketing for years. Chad, we're old. We don't have to speak <laughs> in, in cool lingo. Um, I'm trying to get that hit TikTok demographic. You know, right talk- now we only have Kevin Huntsberger, who's the unhip TikTok <laughs> demographic. I don't we need to be on TikTok. Uh, I mean, the only TikTok that this has is a 30-minute countdown, and that's all I know about. I like it. Well done. Very on-brand. Chad, okay, so I didn't mention it. Um, I also like to watch at least some portion of football on Thanksgiving as far as traditions Mm -hmm. go. But Do you have uh, any Thanksgiving traditions? You know, other than the family dinner, and football would be on normally, um, that's about – and that's all I can think of for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, because you usually eat, throw in some football, pass out, take a nap, wake up, and then have a second meal, which is just leftovers from first meal. And that's about it. I mean, I don't know what – yeah, because – I mean, I guess you could throw up, you know, the Christmas decorations in the evening because – Because Santa's arrived. Te- yeah, because technically – it. It's after Thanksgiving, so it's appropriate to put up Christmas decorations at this time. Um, I was gonna. Oh, I know that there's a there's a particular like set of china that my mom has that has, you know, like it, it doesn't have pilgrims on it, but it has turkeys, very autumn colors, things like that, browns and, and tans and oranges and such. And uh, usually we do Thanksgiving at mom and dad's, uh, my mom and dad's, but. They're not doing Thanksgiving this year, um, obviously, for all, all the reasons going on. Uh, they have to go once or twice a week. They head up uh, and take care of my grandma. So they're just like, yeah, we, we don't we go to church. We go to <laughs> go to the grocery store. We go to, to see grandma, you know, every week. And that's about all they ever do. So so uh, I don't get to see that fancy China uh, this year. And let me tell you, Chad, I'll survive. Well, that's good because. My fancy china is just pulling out the uh, 
styrofoam plates because that way, once you're done, you just throw them away. They go to a landfill where they will take themselves, you know, and decompose themselves and, and everything's fine. 130 years, Chad, for styrofoam to decompose. At least get the paper plates. Chinette. Go fancy and get the Chinette. It's more durable. Um, I don't think you can say that word anymore. I think what? it's racist. Fancy? Yes. Okay. Have you ever heard the song Fancy by Reba McIntyre? Yes. That's another. That's a good song, but uh, it's one that also I didn't really realize the meaning of um, when I first heard it. And it's basically, you know. Whoring out your daughter, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It was pretty much the, I mean, I think Chris Jenner heard that song and went to Kim. Got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Reba. Yeah, Reba knows what she's doing. That's uh, that's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. Uh, all right, so we've talked about yeah. a few, few uh, Thanksgiving traditions. We've talked about the plates. What about the food that goes on the plates, Chad? Do you have any Thanksgiving food favorites? Uh, I mean, it's it's your standard um, Thanksgiving or Christmas meal staples. You know, I like the turkey, the stuffing. Favorite's probably the sweet potatoes, which um, my my dad's mom, my grandma used to make really well because she'd put the, the marshmallows on top and melt them, and they were the greatest. Uh, oh, are you you're shaking your head? You do not like the marshmallows on top of no that okay. So I I've I grew up with sweet. First of all, my parents don't like sweet potatoes, but my grandparents would always make it. Like my grandmas, you know, would make and one made that sweet potato casserole. With the mini marshmallows on top, but my my grandma Mahachko would make these sweet potatoes that it, and and I've borrowed slash taken the recipe because you basically cook you know your sweet potato you, you like you know cut them up however you want to cut up your sweet potato and you cook them in a pan in butter and brown sugar and they get soft and caramelized and it's it's so delicious. Oh, I, I, I'm really like wanting to make them now for Thanksgiving. And since I'm going to have to, um, I, I think I will. Mm. Do you do the cooking? No. I mean, you said you're not going to your parents. So. No, uh, mom and I'll dad are actually, uh, they're, they're setting up like drive through. <laughs> it's like curbside Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's, it, it's turkey stuffing. Uh, I think gravy. I just found out today that I'm on the hook for my own mashed potatoes, but mom is thrown in a pie, so I, I'm not going to complain too much. What kind of pie? Uh, pumpkin. She we we she gave us some choices between like apple. I mean, she gave it. So full disclosure, as you're listening to this, folks, hopefully on Thanksgiving, spending a half hour with us, and we appreciate it. My wife's birthday was this past Monday, the 23rd. So you know there was the birthday cake option. Um, but my wife said she would, you know, rather have some pie. So the options were apple, uh, pumpkin, or chocolate meringue. And my wife said, "Well, how about you know chocolate or pumpkin?" So I said to my mom, ah, "Whichever one's easier." And she said, "The pumpkin." So we'll have pumpkin pie. All right. Yeah, I I do like a good chocolate cream pie. Mm. But pumpkin is you know also good. I think pecan or pecan. It's probably my least favorite pie. Really? But I did because it's a pie, and pies are awesome. So my problem is I've not yet had all the pies, 
Um, I do like a pecan pie. I also like, you know, apple and cherry. There's a, a are you what familiar? Rhubarb? I've never had rhubarb, largely because yeah. w- when I was in high school, and, and I don't think this is like somebody was lying to me, but apparently if you eat the leaves of the rhubarb, you can get sick or die, but the stems are okay, and that's obviously what's in the pie. Uh, but I've never had a rhubarb pie, but there is a, a place near where we live, and they have a very nice country store. They also have, like, you know, you can do apple picking and pumpkin picking, and, you know, we'll get our Christmas tree from there again this year. Um, and they make a pie that I picked up a while back called the Wildberry Pie, and it's got blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, and strawberries all in it. And, Chad, as far as pies go, my friend, oh, that was the best. Yeah, I, I've never had rhubarb either, but... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I would think it's good because it's pie. <laughs> yeah, because you can't go wrong, and, and you got to try. So, next time you're in the area, mm-hmm. we'll stop and we'll get a pie. All right, and it'll be a rhubarb, and we'll just sit out on the back patio. We'll just get a couple of forks, and we'll just eat some pie. Eat some pie, and then be like, "Wow, this is the worst pie I've ever had." <laughs> like, Who eats rhubarb? I'll be like, "I suddenly just discovered I have a rhubarb allergy." <laughs> Chad, take me to the ER. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, whenever we talk about pies, I always think about key lime pie. But again, I don't think I've ever had key lime pie. I just think of Natural Born Killers beginning. <laughs> When uh, the waitress asked Woody Harrelson if he likes key lime, he's like, I don't know. It's been so long since I've had a key lime pie. I don't remember if I like it or not. And then he kills people. Right. So that's why I stay away from key lime pie. I um, I always associate key lime pie. And for all of you key lime pie fans out there, I'm a fan. I I, I'm, I love lime for whatever reason. Uh, like I'm like Brick from Anchorman. I love lime. Instead of I love lamp. Um, but I always find. Put the lime in the coconut? <laughs> Drink. <laughs> um, I always find the key lime pie is more of, I think, a cheesecake. And so I don't, I don't always typically uh, associate it with other better pies. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, pumpkin is like, here's the thing you can have pumpkin pie any time of year, just like pumpkin spice everything. You know, at, at the store or in your coffee, you can have it all year round. Just for whatever reason, it, it tastes the best at Thanksgiving. Well, I think that's the. Well, I guess yes, the pumpkin pie because most of the time you're probably making it out of canned pumpkin and not a fresh right. from the garden. Just made a jack o' lantern out of it, pumpkin pie. True. So I wouldn't even know how to do that. Me neither, because the insides of a pumpkin look completely different than the insides of a can. <laughs> what what you what you pull out of a pumpkin and what you eat in the pumpkin pie are not, you know, equal to one another. Exactly, and this is probably where TIL that uh, pumpkin pie isn't even made out of pumpkins. What now? I was re- referencing back to hip lingo, and yeah, and, but, and but I was saying that. Pumpkin and pumpkin pie are probably two different things, and all this time I've been thinking they're the same. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying I would not be surprised to learn that another thing that I've thought all my life has been a giant lie. Okay, well, 
Whisk pumpkin, sweetened condensed milk, egg, spices, and salt in medium bowl until smooth. All right, well, that's, that's, all right. I'm going to go with the fact that there's going to be some trace of pumpkin inside the pumpkin pie. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, there probably is. I was just trying to be, you know, start rumors and innuendos and, and, you know, see if anybody's actually paying attention to this show. If it makes you feel better, Chad, I've already forgotten what TIL stands for. Today I learned. Okay, thank you. Yeah, as opposed to TRL, which is today's really lame thing that I'm talking about. TRL, you really went all the way back to 1999 for that one, didn't you? I did. I did. I was totally in sync with that joke. Boo. (laughs) Jay, quit playing games with my foot. All right. uh, So... We've talked a little bit about some traditions and some things of Thanksgiving past. Obviously, today is a little different because 2020 is unlike anything we've ever experienced. So what are you going to be doing for Thanksgiving today, sir? Uh, I will probably be continuing my marathon movie-watching binge. That should take me through the next nine months. And I, I was at the store this past weekend. I bought a nice turkey TV dinner to heat up in the oven. And I ate uh, apple pot pie um, just because I'd never seen an apple pot pie before. So I'm like, I should give this a shot. So, yeah, Thanksgiving for me is usually um, hit or miss on if I gather with friends or just go it alone. And due to COVID this year, it's pretty much a uh, loner situation most likely. So I'll, I'll save getting together for Friday night with the weekly Mandalorian watch party group. So if you're listening to this on uh, Thanksgiving, like you should be, go ahead and send uh, Chad a tweet at Chad smart and just wish him a happy Thanksgiving and, and he'll uh, reciprocate and, and send one back to you. Uh, so for me again, you know, I think a lot of it's going to be weather depending, but we are um, pretty well going to stay home. You know, we might turn on that virtual parade and just see how they're doing it and maybe, you know, catch the last 10 or so minutes of it, watch some football, eat uh, some food that's been prepared for us with love, and uh, probably watch some Christmas movies as we go in the evening. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll put a few more decorations up around the house. Uh, We have done in the last couple of years two trees. We get one real one, as I mentioned, and we got an artificial one as well. So it's a little early for us to get the real tree. We'll probably do that uh, first or second weekend of December. Um, but, uh, and I like to put the artificial one up really late. Like the first year I put it up, I put it up Christmas Eve while my son was asleep and my wife was at work. And so they both had a little surprise from Santa Claus Christmas morning. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's going to be my Thursday, Friday. We're going to mm-hmm. go check out some Christmas lights, uh, in St. Louis, the Grant's farm. I don't know if you're familiar with Grant's farm. I am. Um, so usually Grant is not buried there. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you usually they have like a little tram that takes you around the, uh, the animal enclosures, but you know, now they, they're letting you drive yourself around. Uh, so we're actually going to do that late Friday night. Uh, so hopefully all you nerds United fans are watching or listening to the podcast that we just dropped, uh, uh, you know, in the last 12 or so hours, because, uh, that's going to be the next, the only Nerds United for the next week and a half until next week, because I'll be spending uh, Friday now with my family. So going to be good. Going to have some good memories making Chad. 
I see. I mean, going back to football on Thanksgiving real quick, do you know who is playing this year? Because I know it's usually a Cowboys game, a Lions game, and someone else. And I think they actually have four games now. My team is going to be playing on Thanksgiving, and after they just won today, uh, the only undefeated team left in the league at 10-0, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, are going to be taking on the Baltimore Ravens uh, on mm. Thanksgiving. And as you mentioned, yeah, there are uh, you know the, the traditional Cowboys and Lions games, and yeah, there, there, I wouldn't be surprised if there was another one. That's, I don't know, in a, in a COVID world, it seems like it's it's pretty ambitious to get that many teams to, you know, uh, travel and play on Sunday, just to travel again and play, you know, on on Thursday. But hey, I don't I don't make these calls. So. Yeah, I have not paid attention to any sports this year since COVID wrecked everything. So really I don't did. know what's going on, and I don't know. I didn't know that the Steelers were undefeated. But uh, thank you. I, I do know that if it comes down to the last week and they're still undefeated, there are some guys down in uh, South Beach that will probably be calling up the league and talking to the officials to right. make sure all the calls go a certain way. So um, the Steelers Ravens play at uh, seven twenty. The first game that kicks off is the Lions and the Texans. Uh, at 11.30, and then the Cowboys play Washington football team or football club or whatever it is uh, at 3.30, all, all times central. Um, so. There you go. So three three games, not not the uh, four like we thought. So, But that's right, Chad. We're, we're able to uh, – we're allowed to make mistakes from time to time. Well, we do it uh, pretty much on a weekly basis, so people should be used to it now. Now switching gears, because as I mentioned earlier, it is Black Friday, um, which I don't think is actually taking place. I think a lot of stores – the one good thing that came from COVID is I think stores are staying closed and just doing their sales throughout the month instead of all one on one day, which hopefully will translate into future um, – you know, traditions as well and, and stop just loading up one day. But there's an item that came out about a week, week and a half ago, I guess, that uh, a lot of people that I follow on, on Twitter were excited about. And that is the PS5, the Ooh. Sony PlayStation 5th edition, if we're those that aren't cool and hip. Now, I have a PlayStation 3, PS3. You Same. said you have a PS4. I have a PS3 correct? and a PS4. Are you planning on getting the PS5? Nope. I uh, I used to game, you know, with with more regularity. Now I couldn't tell you last time I picked up the PlayStation remote to do anything other than cycle through, uh, you know, the streaming services or or a DVD or Blu-ray menu. I couldn't tell you last time I actually played a video game. So uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay right now as far as just holding back and not. Yeah, I'm with you. I. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last game that I played on the PS3. And looking at when when the PS5, along with the new Xbox versions, were coming out and all the details were coming out, it just seems like very confusing now as to which system you need to buy if you want a game or if you want to do things online or right. do this or that. Like that's why I will stick. You know, there's a new I think Atari Flashback version coming out with like a hundred Atari games on it. Classic Sega Genesis mini versions. Those will, I'll stick with those if I if I want to play a game. 
And I'm, I think for me, I'm just going to try to avoid video game systems in, in totality. Uh, I realized in my later years that one of the biggest hindrances to my physical development, and by that I mean, you know, like, you know, I, I got fatter because video games came along. And even when all my friends wanted to go outside and play on a nice summer day, I was the one trying to convince the group, man, let's stay in. You know, so-and-so's got that mm-hmm. new game from Super Nintendo. Let's just stay in and play that. And, you know, so I was I was my own worst enemy. And so if I just, you know, it's like not having sweets in the house. If I don't have them in the house, I can't eat them. That's true. I mean, for me, I say I don't have snacks, so I can't eat them. But I have a Seven Eleven just... 200 feet from my apartment so it's very easy to go just walk over there pick something up and how how often do you sneak over there just for a slushy chad i don't have a i've never had a slushy i know what you're doing when we get done recording this sir probably yes because i do feel the need for a snack tonight i'm gonna i'm gonna paypal you the enough money to get a slushy Well, I think now you can't even you like have to have the employee get you the slushy like well you know what i mean I will yeah, pay, I just I, I'll reimburse just, you. Your first slushy is going to be on me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've had one, especially when um, you know, ten years ago when they turned one of the Seven Elevens in Burbank into a Quickie Mart and made it all Simpsons. I'm pretty sure I got a squishy from there. <laughs> Maybe I did. Um, I don't know, but I feel we've like- only got about 15 seconds. So, Greg, real quick, uh, one thing you're thankful for this year? My family. All right, me what too. You, I'm Jay? thankful for Greg's family. <laughs> And that's going to do it for this episode because we are out of time. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.